Well, welcome back to another episode of Bite Sized Virtue. This is episode six of our third season. We are truly well and truly free and clear of the Advent season. <clears throat> Christmas was actually, a couple of weekends ago now. We've actually just passed the New Year's. First and foremost, Happy New Year to you all. Welcome to 2017. Let's hope it's better than 2016. Today, we're finally going to get around to listening to Deathblade Dragon's piece. It's a very introspective, very interesting, very heartfelt uh, bit of commentary that he's given. Not so much around the virtue of spirituality itself, but certainly just around the topic of the virtues, you know, by and large, and the challenge of living out the virtues if one actually, you know, does adopt them as, you know, um, a model for one's life. And I guess not even then. I mean, like, because it's not necessarily just about the challenge of living out the virtues if one adopts them as a model, but rather, you know, about how other circumstances can influence or oppose challenge to you when you make that decision. Best to let Deathblade explain. Hey guys, Deathblade Dragon here. Just wanted to take a moment to share a few thoughts I was having since it's kind of bite-sized virtue season and it's a thought I've had in the back of my mind for actually a few months now. And WTF Dragon has uh, done a great job kind of picking apart the virtues and what they mean in terms of real-world applications and, you know, where they've come from and that sort of thing. So... I thought I'd take a crack at it, maybe from a slightly different perspective. So, to look back on where I came from as an Ultima fan, Ultima 3 technically was my first Ultima, but Ultima 7 is where I really became an Ultima fanatic, and where Ultima really kind of took over my life. And so one of the big parts of that was the Virtue system, which at the time I thought was great because I was all about, you know, trying to be a, you know, a good person and I always wanted to help people and I always wanted to do things to better other people's lives and make the world a better place and all that stuff. And so I kind of held on to that coupled with the, the concept of, you know, being the avatar and a hero from another world and all that stuff that was really great about that particular game and Serpent Isle especially. Um, where, you know, I, I always, <clears throat> when I was, I started, I first got, let me back up a moment. So with, I got the complete Ultima 7 when I was 12, um, and played it heavily through 12 and 13. So that was kind of my founding, I guess, for lack of a better term. And so through the years that came after... I became super interested in, like, exploring and that sort of stuff because I did so much of it in Ultima 7 and Serpent Isle, and it was really fun to just go out adventuring and meet people and talk to them and go do things to help them, and I thought that was really great, and I wanted to be an adventurer in real life. Of course, in modern times, it's a little different than it was back then, but I was, I always wanted to just be the guy that went and saved everyone and fought monsters and all that stuff so that's kind of where I started and of course the virtues tied into that because um, part of the reason you're out there adventuring is to 
you know, you're supposed to be the avatar of the virtues and the, the symbol of all that is good in the world. And I, that really stuck with me throughout my youth. And then, of course, adulthood came, and then you start to realize the effects of all the negativity of your childhood and how that has affected you as a person. And sometimes you tend to lose sight of all those ideas you had about making the world a better place and being a good person and doing things to make other people's lives better. And so I kind of wanted to look at the virtues from the perspective of sort of mental health problems, but more realize, more, I guess, realizing that as time went on, you kind of lost track of the virtues in a way. Like, it's really easy to throw out compassion and valor and justice and honor and all those things that, you know, say, yeah, I, I follow these virtues and this is what I, what I pride myself on and I try to uphold for myself. But then there's the reality of life and there's, I didn't learn the virtues from the people around me or the people that were the biggest influences in my life. I learned the virtues from a video game that I played at 12. And of course that was a big part of why I became such a video game fanatic and why I, I still love playing video games. And it's still, I still try to make it as much of a part of my life as I can, even though nowadays it's more, hey, look at these cloth maps I got and look at these video game boxes I have and you know, oh, I got to play a game for an hour this week. That's that's a start. But I digress. Um, it's more... It's really easy to talk about how compassionate you are. And it's really easy to say that I'm an honorable person. But it's a lot harder to do, I think. And, of course that's kind of reflected in the games not so much seven just because you know you could run around stealing everything that wasn't bolted down just as long as nobody saw you and it was fine but at the same time when i when i first played it maybe other people had different experiences with it but when i first played it despite the fact there wasn't really like a virtue counter or it wasn't the game wasn't tracking your virtue like it was in ultima 4 it still kind of mattered to me that the virtues were there. So maybe I didn't necessarily really play the game the most virtuous. I didn't go around killing people per se. You know, if you'd, you'd come into these random areas where you'd get beset by bandits or whatever and you'd have to defend yourself, but I didn't just go killing random town folks. Uh, townsfolk, just cause. But I, you know, if there was gold to be found, I took it, and that was fine. And, you know, I'd pick the lock in the jail if I got caught and let myself out and spend 45 minutes picking up all my inventory and putting it back the way it was. But in Ultima 7, I guess following the virtues seemed less important than the virtues actually were. And I think that was kind of reflected in the game, too, as far as the story went, because 
people were kind of turning away from the virtues and that's what kind of brought along the fellowship. And, but to me playing the game, the virtues were still significant. And I, it, it was really, they were really fascinating to me. And I wanted to live, I wanted to be the avatar in that sense too, not just an adventurer, but somebody that upheld the virtues. And then I think about how time went on and how I changed as a person as I got older. And it's pretty safe to say I definitely was was not and probably still am not the most virtuous person alive. And part of that stems from not having anyone around me to really steer me in that direction. Of course, in the case of the Ultima Virtues, I didn't know anybody else that played Ultima anyways until I was an adult and realized that I was a member of the Ultima Dragons um, 15 years after I joined. <laughs> but I didn't really have any good direction as a teenager and on either. I made boatloads of bad choices and you know, and then I as, as an older adult, I'm 31 now, almost, actually I'm almost 32 I'll, probably by the time anybody hears this, I'll be 32 um, and I, I'm trying I've, I've been spending a lot of time lately kind of looking backwards at how did I get here to where I am and how did I become the person that I am? And why is the person that I am so much different than the person I wanted to be? And I don't mean that in the sense of like, you know, I wanted to be a carpenter, but I ended up being a plumber, that sort of thing. I just mean like, I wanted to be a nicer, happier person. And I'm not. And like, it seems like if I had paid closer attention to the virtues, even though they're technically, you know, just a video game concept that doesn't really hold a lot of weight, but it does because we're ultimate dragons and we think that stuff's cool. And a lot of us really do actually kind of try to apply the ideas to our lives as much as we can. I was like that when I was 13 and 14. But then as time went on, it was like, well, you know, this stuff is fun and doing potentially hazardous things is fun and it's kind of cool to hang out with people that don't really care about what's the right word um, I guess being virtuous they just want to have fun they want to have a good time they don't really care what other people think or if they're being good people or if they're doing good things or whatever they don't care about justice they don't care about honor they just care about going out and having fun and I was kind of that way. I wasn't as bad as maybe I remember myself being. I wasn't like a partier. I didn't drink when I was 15. I didn't smoke. I didn't do drugs. I didn't do any of that stuff. But, you know, I was less concerned about what mark I was leaving on the world than, is this fun? Am I having a good time? Is it entertaining? Am I forgetting about... Is it taking me away from all of the bad things that have happened in my life? And I think while I haven't really gone to the doctors for a lot of my feelings and things like that, 
I would say that I've been depressed for most of my adult life, most of my teenage life, and it's probably to the point of some sort of mental disorder, dysfunction, or whatever you want to call it. And that's affected the way that I've done basically everything. I don't put myself out there unless I absolutely have to. Somehow I've managed to get a pretty decent job that is actually work that I like doing, mostly. I'm a computer technician. Um, I make more money than I ever have in my life, which even still isn't a whole lot of money, but you know, I make more now than I did working at McDonald's 12 years ago. But the depression and the weird feelings don't ever, or haven't ever, I guess maybe they will someday, but that probably takes effort on my part, I guess. Um, but those don't just go away. And of course, those feelings affect how you do things. You don't respond happily to things. Things annoy you more. You, your compassion is much less than it would be if you were really in the game, so to speak. And I mean that in the, you know, the sports in the game kind of way, not in a video game. I mean that in, like, you know, actually being a part of what's going on around you, participating in things. That sort of in the game. Um, so, for me, kind of musing on the virtues and how they apply to my life specifically, I look back and it's like, well, how could I have been more compassionate or more honest or more um, honorable or more just? All of those things that I probably haven't done very well since I've been in charge of my own life. I, and, you know, I had all of... I had the ultimate experience, and I had the virtues to look at, and I was obsessed with the Codex of Ultimate Wisdom, and I always wanted to get a tattoo of it, and I still haven't, actually, but I do have an Ankh, so that counts. Um, but... I just... With the things that ha with the things that came before... I just kind of let go of that stuff as time went on, and I didn't end up being the person that I really wanted to be. I didn't end up being the avatar of virtue that I always thought would be awesome to throw on a red cape and go be a hero and save the world. I didn't, I didn't end up being this beacon of compassion that I wanted to be. Sure, I care about people and I want them to be happy and safe, but how much effort was I willing to put in to actually make that happen for any given person? Not much. I was always kind of more interested in, well, can I sit here and play video games? Cool, then that's all I need. I don't need much else. And that's selfishness isn't 
being honorable. It isn't being compassionate to others. It isn't being just when you have someone else to take care of and you're focused on yourself because you just feel bad all the time. And I've I've read a fair amount of like cognitive behavior therapy and I've kind of wanted to look into it as far as actually doing it, but I haven't yet because I just don't have the money. But It's just, it's weird to me to look back at how my life evolved from, from when I first started with Ultima 7 to now, and how I'm, I'm still really interested in the Ultima Virtue system, and I still like the concept of being the Avatar, but I didn't really end up there, and why not? How did I, how did I do things so differently than how I wanted to. And then how do I kind of turn that around now that I know that and really be more virtuous going forward? How do I... It's not to say that I don't have any of those virtues, sure. I'm not as spiritual as I may have been at one point in my life, but I could be. I'm fairly compassionate, but all of them, all of the eight virtues, I could spend more time working on improving, and I don't really know how, just because this has been my life. It's, I've been basically without a dad my whole life, so I don't, I had nobody to show me how to be a dad, well now I'm a dad of several children, and it's difficult for me, and it shouldn't be. I should be better at it. Um, so, those are my thoughts, I guess, kind of musing on how I can take the virtues and reapply them after kind of losing track of them over the years, and kind of turning out not the way I really wanted to. So, I'm curious to hear what other people think, if they have any comments or suggestions or whatever. But that was just my thought for today. So, wow, really. I mean, that was a very heartfelt commentary. And I think it really... <sighs> so much commentary I could offer, and I'm not sure how much I should offer. I mean, it's one of those things where it's a challenge to really... It's a challenge to stick to something if you're the only thing that's keeping you in that endeavor. It's it's a challenge to stick to something if you're the only person monitoring your progress, you know. And this is true of anything, whether it's an exercise regimen, whether it's a... Uh, Oh God, I'm just, <laughs> I'm a little dry for examples. I'm tired. It's been a long day, but you know, an exercise regimen is not a bad example here, right? Because you know, I mean, you can commit yourself to the idea. Yeah, I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to whip myself in a shape. And then you do that first set of pushups and you wake up the next morning and you just feel like crap because your muscles, which haven't been used in a while, are protesting. 
And it's, you know, not really fun to just do a whole bunch of push-ups. It's not really fun to just sweat your face off. It's fun to do other things. And if you don't have someone or something holding you to that commitment, you know, some external factor that's, that's keeping you in check and keeping you committed to the goal is very easy to fall away. It's very easy to just put it aside and tell yourself, I'm just doing it for a little while, but then a little while turns into a little longer. So I can sympathize with the struggle to a degree. I mean, you know, for myself, obviously I, I do have, I mean, I've struggled in many of the same ways as Deathblade, but I do have those external factors, a very big external factor in particular, that kind of anchor me. But not everyone does. And so, I mean, first off, a big thank you to Deathblade for his frankness. And I mean, I hope it was helpful for him to to get those thoughts off his chest. And I hope that it was... I hope that it will be helpful for him to hear feedback from all of you. And I really do invite you all to, to comment and to, fe- to, to offer feedback on this because, yeah, I mean, this is, this is what community is really about at its core. Yes, the sharing of common interests and passions and joys, but also that mutual supportiveness and, you know, reaching out and helping people when they need it. So... There's a New Year's, I'm not going to call it a resolution, but I will call it a challenge, you know, to you dragons. Reach out and offer your thoughts. Maybe to Deathblade Dragon himself, or maybe to someone else, you know, who just happens to be struggling in a not-to-dissimilar way. Thank you again for listening. We'll be back next week with, I think, one final installment. And until next time, be virtuous. Be virtuous.